where technology has your back. Where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket. Where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. Welcome to a place where your entire life can be better protected. You're in good hands with Allstate. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Dear Vet Ticks, it was nice to spend the night with my daughter and other veterans. It's so humbling to attend an event when you feel appreciated. I had a wonderful time with my family. Thank you for the memories, Vet Ticks. Dear Vet Ticks, thank you for a great experience and for your support of the military and veterans. Thank you so much, Vet Ticks. Our family has gone through a lot the last few years, and this gave us a nice break. Every empty seat at a concert, game, or special event is a missed opportunity to say thank you to a veteran or a service member. By giving your extra tickets to Vet Ticks, you'll help America's heroes reduce stress, strengthen family bonds, and create a truly happy memory that will last a lifetime. So when you really want to say thank you for your service, give the experience, give the memory. Vet Ticks, give something to those who gave. For more information on how you can make a difference, go to vettix.org. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is the final hour of the Sports Hangover. Welcome to the weekend. Gus Kattengill with you. It's the Sports Hangover at GCAT underscore one seven. The way to follow over on Twitter's if you want to. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Want to follow the stations at ESPN Radio NOLA? I need to know. Honestly, where's that confidence level? Where's that confidence level? Saints fans, I need a score. I need a key to the game. Injury report's not a good one. It's just not, right? You may be without two starters on the offensive line. You already don't have Andres Pete for a while, if at all for the season. He's out, so your left guard, and now your right tackle and left tackle. Have not practiced on Wednesday and Thursday. Taysom Hill has not practiced all week with a foot injury. Alvin Kamara has not practiced. Actually, limited Wednesday, didn't yesterday, so he went the other way. You, you want to see him going the other way. So how you feeling? <laughs> Mark Ingram says he's ready to shoulder the load. I hear you, but I'm just asking you, how are you feeling about the Saints' chances? Taking on the Eagles. Vegas, the money has gone up a half point. Philly was a one-and-a-half-point favorite. They're now at two. Also, Pelicans taking on the Clippers tonight right here on ESPN New Orleans. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip time. What do you think, Pels? Next couple of games here. Where are we going to get a win at? I'm feeling a win. Is it the Clippers tonight? Is it at Indiana tomorrow? they got a back-to-back. So they'll take on the Clippers, get on a bus, get to the airport, drive their cars, and away they go. Taking on the Pacers tomorrow night at 6. Pre-game 5.30 here. Then Monday, Chris Finch comes back to town. 
with the Minnesota Timberwolves. By the way, Coach Finch will be on our show at 1230. He said he wanted to talk about his time in New Orleans. He enjoyed it here. So we will have the T-Wolves head coach Monday at 1230. And they play 7 o'clock that night. And then it's Washington. An exciting game. Yeah. Maybe had the Wizards and then they uh, took the game. And then back-to-back next weekend after Thanksgiving at Utah at Utah on Friday and Saturday. Uptown Ruler. How are you, sir? What's going on, buddy? I'm doing fine. Did they ever open up Tracy's? Yeah, Tracy's has been open, man. We just haven't done a show over there. Well, I'm just waiting for y'all to do a show there because that's going to be a party when y'all do the show over there. Okay. I, I, I may even to. get a little crazy up in there. Well, yeah, that, I know. Getting a little crazy is uh, it's always a good time, right? Look, let me ask you this. Uh, the Saints, have they brought any new players in, any new receivers or uh, what? And they brought in another quarterback. I mean, I like the quarterback that they got. No, I know. It's because Taysom Hill is injured, buddy. That's why. Okay, so what are they going to do with Taysom Hill? Well, he's got to get healthy. I mean, not, they're not doing anything for him. They need somebody else to come I mean, in there just in case. All they got is Ian not, Book. They're not, they're not going to put him on injured reserve, buddy. Well, let's, or not on injured reserve. <laughs> let's, let's not go that far just yet. I don't need that kind of news just yet. I do not need that kind of news this yet, right? Well, you're right. I mean, but I'm trying to find out what, you know, I mean, I know we got a lot of players out and, you know, and, play, uh, you know, needed players. So I kind of understand, every, you know, people get hurt in football because yeah. my brother used to play football. In fact, my mm-hmm. brother used to be a football coach on Hunters Field. So uh, when he was living, he, you know, he told me about how the injuries go and, you know, how everything goes in football. Mm-hmm. But. Um, what I want to know is this. Uh, how is Jameson, Jameson Winston doing? Jameis Winston had successful I know he, knee surgery, so he's had his surgery. Now it's time Okay, to and uh, is there anybody else had knee surgery in the group that's out for the year? Um, not that I know of. And is it Ken Crawley still with the team? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. He came back. From okay. IR. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to know the, those hey, things me, because let me ask well, you, you know this. I'm a Saints. I know you yes. are. I know you're a Saints fan, which is why I'm asking you this. How confident are you in Sunday? Uh I'm very confident. I think they lost to they got their head I mean let's say it this way. They got they got beat up real good. They're going to be ready Sunday. They're going to be ready Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now, what kind of kicker we got? Uh, do we have – we don't have the same kicker we had before, right? The Saints? The one who John- missed the two extra points. Yeah, John- Johnson's still with us. Johnson is still with us? Yeah, well, who else is going to kick? I thought they had I thought they had picked up another kicker. No, he's still there. I thought his name was Brian or something. Yeah, no, no, that yeah, is Brian Jones. Yeah, right, right, Johnson, right, right. Yes, there you go. Brian Johnson. Now, I thought they had picked up another kicker and brought him in the camp. Nah, man, it's it's, it's the same team. And what about same Will Lust? Huh? What about Will Lust? How is he doing? Is he He's coming uh, along? Uh, no, uh, not until next or, year. What is his status? 
Not to next year. Oh, he's out for the year too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No doubt. Yep. Okay. Okay. Thank you, man. All right, there he goes. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Don't be the turkey. I will. I will try. I like that. That's a good thing. Don't be a turkey. And I hope the Saints don't beat a turkey Sunday, and I yeah, don't want them cool. to beat a turkey on Thanksgiving Day. I want them to beat Buffalo. Mm. Okay. Uptown Ruler, thank uh, you, Bob. Right. appreciate the phone call. There he goes. You're welcome. Yep. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> there he goes, Uptown Ruler. Um, David Onyemata is going to be key. The Eagles are going to run the football several times. They rushed 40 times last game against Denver in the win a week ago. Uh, so David Onyemata in the middle is going to be key. I know they're going to try to, you know, RPOs on the edges. The DNs are going to be key. Cam Jordan's going to be I, I get all of that. Onyemata, though, uh, is going to be key. I don't know what else to say. His thoughts on Jalen Hurst. He's a, he's a running quarterback. That's, that's, that's what he is straight. But, you know, uh... It's you just gotta. It's one of them guys go. You, you, you gotta have to try and keep them keep them in the pocket. You know, uh, kind of. Uh, you know, they 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 play the game a certain way, and you have to adjust to certain things they do on the field. So, uh, the the initial mindset is to try and uh, you know uh, try and keep them in the pocket. I guess. So. How much different does he look now as opposed to last year? Which that was his first start. But how, how much difference difference does Jalen look now? Uh, He's still doing the same things, you know, like he's still running the ball, still, uh, you know, making plays. So it, I, I, I think it's still the same person. Yeah. Okay. As far as Malcolm Jenkins, he was talking about the fact that, you know what, the Saints have been pretty good at stopping the run. So he feels confident that his team can. Actually, just that's all up to the front. You know, I mean, we watch this on tape. We don't play. You know, a ton of down safety defense. Uh, a lot of it's split safety, and so when you're playing, we are as good against the run as we are um, with a light box. That's it's pretty unusual. So you got to give that up to the the way that our, our front plays, the way our linebackers play, because uh, it's really about them. Yeah, and the key to stopping a running quarterback. Yeah. Whenever your quarterback runs the ball, you now have to use all eleven defenders in order to stop it. It's, it's just simple math, <laughs> all right? Usually the quarterback's not part of the run game, so you're always playing defense with 11 on 10. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, you, the quarterback's running. Now you have to account for him, and that it's 11 on 11, which changes coverage. So you got to decide, do you want to play single high, split safety? Do you want to go zero across the board um, where you're better in the run, but you're more vulnerable against the pass? He's not somebody who can't throw the ball. So it's, it just creates a lot of um, a unique – um, dynamic to, to add that third element of quarterback runs to the to the um, to their menu, but you know we've played against quarterbacks that that can scramble. We we watched the film tape last year; it hurt us. The quarterback scrambled when we played them last year, so it's going to be a huge emphasis. Not going to be able to stop them from doing it. It's a big part of their game plan, but we got to be able to mitigate the big plays. Devontae Smith, leading receiver for them. You remember him at Bama, Heisman winner. 603 yards, 42 receptions in 10 games, targeted 68 times. He has four touchdowns. And Malcolm Jenkins had this to say about Devontae Smith's addition to the Eagles offense. Uh, I mean, you know, he's one of those guys that uh, I think he, he's just competitive. That's the biggest thing that I see off off the tape immediately is just, um, 
you know, smaller guy, shifty, but crafty route runner, uh, catches the ball in traffic and contested catches. And I think he's, he's the spark in that, that offense. They seem to rally around him and get, you know, get going when he's making a couple plays. So, uh, he's just one of those guys, you know, we don't have to, he's their big play guy. We don't have to take him out, um, or at least minimize the, the, the big plays that he has, uh, on Sunday. So it's going to be something to keep an eye on. Obviously, trying to prevent big plays, explosive plays, as the Saints like to call it. Cam Jordan early in the week said that their explosive plays, the Eagles, are coming out of the run game. And the Saints the last two weeks have had trouble. Let's be honest, their defense, too. Again, greatest show on turf here Atlanta Falcons two weeks ago. Yeah, the team that scored nothing yesterday. Saints defense couldn't stop them. Can you tell I'm still aggravated by that loss? Literally could not stop the Falcons offense. The last two weeks, they can barely get first downs. It's the Saints. It's the Rams of the 2000s. Same quarterback, by the way. Three quarterbacks played for the Falcons yesterday. Each one of them threw a pick. All right, I'll move on. I have to. Malcolm Jenkins says those last two games were uncharacteristic of the Saints defense. No, I think to to your point, when you look at the tape and you say, ah, we actually played those games how we needed to play them. One or two plays didn't go our way and we didn't get the result that we want. Then the the then it's, it's, we're not being out of characteristic. We actually played those games exactly how we needed to play them um, and didn't make one or two plays. So it's just really about how, you know, emphasizing that that's that's the difference between winning and losing for our team. It's just those one or two plays of executing, and if that's the if that's the difference, then we're this close to being where we want to be. And I think that's the message: trusting the process, trusting where we are. Obviously, you know, making all of the plays that we can make. Um, but you know, we're playing good teams, and it's there's, it's a competitive league. They're going to make plays. We're going to make plays. Um, it's just about being in the game, winning the situations when it comes down to it. I think we feel probably more upset in, in some of the mistakes that we made um, as opposed to some of the plays that they made. And so we made a, you know, we eliminate our own mental mistakes, then we're right where we want to be. Communication issues, missed tackles perhaps. I, I don't know. I just – good game plans by the opposing teams here as well. 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime into the conversation. Give me give me a reason to feel better than I am right now. I, I honestly – Larry Holder, we had him earlier. He said he was leaning to the Eagles. I, I think I can kind of understand and see why, right? I am concerned when your two tackles haven't practiced this week. I am concerned when Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara likely may not play. That concerns me. That concerns me. Where, where are the points coming from? I, I'm all about Mark Ingram saying I can shoulder the load. Great. Who's blocking for him? Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook coming to Louisiana. Got to go download it before they go live. DraftKings Sportsbook. If you go do it now, $100 in free bets just for signing up. No deposit required. So go ahead and do it. And when you do, use the code LaRose, L-A-R-O-S-E, DraftKings Sportsbook. Before they go live, no deposit required, and you'll get $100 in free bets. Quick break. When we come back, we'll go to the best bank. Jimmy will come to you next. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
This Black and Gold Report is brought to you by Rogers Parts, your home for Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally known. Get your Napa know-how in Lockport, LaRose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labanieville. Wednesday's injury report at six Saints that did not practice. Thursday, it had seven. Running back Alvin Kamara went from questionable to not participating. The leadership of head coach Sean Payton is key. Quarterback Trevor Simeon says now more than ever. Sean has a, obviously a lot of experience. He's been through uh, whatever this league has shown to him, but I think he's got a gift for giving the team the right message at the right time. There's no doubt when we get into a team meeting um, where our compass is going to be set as a team. So Philly has a rep of being a tough place to play. Is it warranted or just a normal road game? Saints defensive end, Cam Jordan. Isn't, isn't that what like fans is supposed to do they're not supposed to love us you know we've been in boston and got the same thing atlanta got the same thing didn't we have like eggs pelted at our bus one year in atlanta so well, i take a i take a, a bird over an egg pelting i guess either way we're in the bus so it was affecting us one thing is for sure the eagles will look to run on the saints defense you talking about boston scott uh jalen there are ways to you know create these explosives those your game plan you know awry if you're, if you're not able to lock in we saw that firsthand last year when we played them so this is something that we have to tune in and lock in on Kickoff Sunday in Philly is set for noon. The Eagles are one-and-a-half-point favorites. For more on the black and gold, keep it here on ESPN New Orleans. This black and gold report has been brought to you by Rogers Parts, your home for Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally known. Get your Napa know-how in Lockport, LaRose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labanieville. Napa know-how. Rogers Parts, your local distributor of high-quality Napa Auto Parts, marine and industrial supplies, has what you need to keep your vehicle rolling safely down the road. Whether it's repair or maintenance, Napa has the parts to help you make your vacation destination. Getting ready for that big fishing trip, they have quality marine parts to help keep your boat going. So stop by one of Rogers Parts' five locations, Lockport, LaRose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labadeville, and talk with one of their ASE parts specialists. Rogers Parts, they've got the Napa know-how. What would you say you do here? Sports. sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Jimmy, thank you for calling the show, sir. How are you? What you got for us today? Hey, how's it going, Gus? Doing well. Hey, man, congratulations. Your uh, Southern Miss Golden Eagles finally have a nationally televised game tonight. I know you're excited about that. <laughs> um, I think really. actually Frank Gork. Well, Frank Gore Jr. is actually the starting quarterback. I think they're on their, like, 11th quarterback or something. Yeah, no, so, I mean, people oh, thought I was joking. Like, seriously, it put a receiver That was actually not week. a joke. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, start, they're starting a running back, Frank Gore Jr., at uh, quarterback. Hopefully they get Miles Brennan from the uh, portal. But, no, um, a couple things. You know, I've, I've said it before. Um, I really want to get your take on the situation with the Pelicans, what's going to happen with Zion. I mean, you got to assume by now he's seeing the memes. He's hearing all the chatter about him being overweight, how he likes gumbo and toe boys and all this stuff. It's kind of sad. It's kind of funny. It, it's it's kind of tragic because we've just had such bad luck with these. And he's an amazing player, you know, if he could just keep his weight down and, and avoid these injuries. But you got to assume at some point, like a grandfather or like a girlfriend or like somebody in his camp is going to sit him down and be like, look, dude, you really need to watch your weight. I mean, because it's not just you trying to, okay, maybe you don't play in a small market for the rest of your life. We get it. It happened with Chris Paul. They left. Anthony Davis left. I get it. This is obviously not the greatest organization in the NBA. Okay? We know that. But this guy might not even be able to leave this city at this rate, at this at this juncture with his uh, weight. and it's The direction of things. you got to assume someone's going to talk to him so my question to you is, 
at what point do you think he gets that the light clicks on in his head that like, hey, I got to watch my weight, obviously, and do something mm-hmm. about this? And, um, and and switching to the Saints, um, you're saying from what I'm hearing, Taysom Hill's not going to play Sunday. Well, I mean, hold on, I, hold on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Catherine Terrell just like literally 42 seconds ago, Taysom Hill was at practice today. Only notable okay. return I saw. Now, is that limited? Is that you know enough to to where he can play? I I don't know. I'm just he was at practice today after not the last two days. Well, I'll finish. I'll finish with this. Look, okay. I, I'm a I'm a Taysom Hill fan. I think he is as good a dual threat quarterback option as Lamar Jackson has become. Is he Lamar Jackson? Obviously, no. But when I when I hear people say he's not a quarterback. I look at his career passing percentage. Mm-hmm. Completion percentage is 72%. The deep ball is horrible. Okay? We know that. He had, you know, he's had issues with that. Um, but his, he, his intermediate and his short, you know, okay, you compare him to Simeon, Gus. Okay, we, we know what he is. He's a seventh rounder. He's pretty accurate. I think the ball gets there about a half a second late. And when you have these wide receivers that the Saints do, it's, uh, it can be a little issue. It's a lot of, uh, you know, they're, they're I don't know. I, look, Simeon to me, we're zero two with him as the starter. I don't, I don't see us making the playoffs at this current trajectory. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Taysom Hill, Gus, is this. I'll finish with this. He poses like Honey Badger said. He said Taysom Hill's very hard to prepare for. And you know, you put nine in the box against Simeon, and you say, okay, Mark Ingram and, and Kamara, if he's healthy, are not going to run on us, and let's force him to throw these little eight-yard passes. And so far, he's 0-2. I mean, he's played well. He's, 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 he's a very good seventh-round tournament quarterback. Is he going to get us to the playoffs and do anything? No. So, I mean, I, you know, look, Taysom was 3-1 and one last year as a starter. I don't understand why so many fans say he's not a quarterback. I think he deserves a shot. I think he should have been starting right when Winston went down. Mm-hmm. I think we would have been on a projection to make the playoffs because he poses problems for the defense. You do not know what Taysom Hill is going to do. I mean, he could run over you. He could run around you. He could throw it on you. We know what Simeon's going to do. He's going to kind of look like a Manning brother, and he's going to throw an eight-yard pass with, with relative accuracy. Mm-hmm. Look, it, it's an interesting point to, um, to say, hey, look, a, a, a guy like him could add a different element and a different level to – a defense and it makes sense puts different stress factors and especially if you're not having a lot of the you know offensive weapons there like whether it's Camaro or you can't trust the you know the receivers i it's it's a very interesting thing if this offense struggles jimmy i think this week to score and that happens i don't know maybe kind of go that way i don't know I was struggling to open that fruit chew bag in there for the kid. Good Christmas. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That it look, it's definitely a a valid discussion. I don't think the Saints no, I, I know, I know so. The Saints are not 0 2 because of Trevor Simeon the last two weeks. They're not. The receivers haven't caught the ball. The defense Hasn't played up to its par. That's, I mean, that's a fact. Right? That's a fact. 
see him trying not to go back to that Falcon game, but that was not on the offense completely. Yes, the offense didn't score and move the ball into the fourth quarter. I understand that. But that wasn't on Trevor Simeon. They literally had, what was it, five drops, four drops in the first half? I forgot how many. So, and then last week, it's just, again, it, it's when you don't have Camara. But here's the thing, if if Taysom Hill has a foot, and this is just my gut feeling, this this, this smells like Sean Payton trying to throw a little curveball to Philly. Oh, he's at practice today, baby. We need to you know, get ready for Taysom Hill. I, I That's just that's my gut feeling. I don't know anything. No one's texted me something from the practice field, but unless he was full participation today, I still think there's a chance you don't see Taysom Hill this weekend if he has a foot injury. And, Jimmy, maybe that's one of the reasons maybe you don't go that way. But, again, look, Trevor Simeon spoke Wednesday. He's the starter. But you bring up valid points. It's something that Maddie's talked about. It's something that a lot of other reporters have talked about. You know, like you said with Tyron Matthew, he does force defenders and defenses to think a certain way. But, again, you have to commit fully to that style, sort of like the Eagles did. Now, can you do it midseason? Well, they did three weeks ago. They're now doing that, right? Jalen Hurts had more rushes than two running backs. Could the Saints offense decide to go that direction? Taysom Hill, 14 carries. Kamara, 10. Ingram, 7. Moving forward. Could they do it? Sure. Here's another element to it, though. You don't have a healthy offensive line. Remember, Andres Pete, as much as we like to call him the Matador, was your starter. So you're at a backup there. Your two guards haven't practiced this week. You may be at backups there. Do you really all of a sudden want to go RPO and do all that stuff with backups? I'm, I'm just telling you. Yeah, it's, it's why I just say, just sit back, pop something nice, relax, grill something good. I'm not going to be in town with my family for Thanksgiving, so I'm doing it Sunday. Putting up the Christmas lights. Going to smoke a ham and a turkey in my pellet grill. Going to enjoy my Sunday. Going to enjoy it. That, that's just where I am this season. If they make it, fantastic. If not, they got work to do this offseason. You're already, we all know already what they need to do. Receiver, lineman, tight end, right? They have got to re, re you know, I was going to say reimagine that offensive. Like, they, they need an infusion of talent. With Michael Thomas coming back, with the healthy Alvin Kamara, I just, they need a reinfusion of talent. And quite honestly, they do need to take a look at their line. What are you doing moving forward? I know the big, you know, talk about quarterback, and it is, it is the most massive what, who will be the quarterback next year and moving forward for the next franchise quarterback. You're giving Jameis two years. Are you trying for Russell? Are you convincing Aaron? I, I get all of that. But, and, and receiver, again, that's an obvious. Like, you are absolutely drafting high for a receiver. I mean, you you better. You absolutely better. But I honestly may need to take a look at that offensive line. From what I thought was a solid, moving forward, okay. young group built to, you know, Last and sustain me some victories? I don't know. What are you going to do with Teron Armstead? Are you giving him another long-term deal? I don't know. Andres Pete hurt this year. 
Cesar Ruiz, is he up to par for you? Nope. Oh, Lee, Lee already answered it. Lee, what you got for me, man? What, what I mean, there are any question marks, man. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Gus, man. <laughs> Killing me, man. Look, I, I went, I picked this, we, we do a pick them every week at work, and I definitely picked the Saints this week. But I wouldn't have picked them knowing that, okay, Toronto State didn't practice. Uh, Ramsey didn't practice. None of these guys practice all week, so they probably won't play. So I'm like, we got to have journeyman offensive linemen in the game on Sunday. The Eagles are not good up front. They're great up front. That's a, there was a problem for us last year when we were healthy. So my question is, who's going to block? So now I'm like, man, you know, I don't know what kind of game plan that that Coach Payton going to have, but right now, man, without without some guys protecting that ball, got to come out. As soon as that back feet hit the, uh, soon as that back leg hit the ground, that ball got coming out. So we're looking at a whole lot more screens, a whole lot more short passes. I know that a lot of people just like hate the dead ball, a thousand cuts type of offense, but that's probably the only thing that that's going to work. Because right now, I don't even know who's going to be able to run the ball. Because um, who's going to block? You know, that's where I'm at with it right now. And I'm like, man, geez. You know, just, just if it ain't one thing, it's another. It's like, that. you know, it's like the Saints have been teasing us all year. You go and beat the best teams in the league. You destroy the Packers. You know, you beat uh, Brady and the Bucks. You know, and, and you, you, you played – uh, you know, you play really good team stuff. You beat the Patriots. Okay? I know it's, a matter, it's all about timing and when you catch people or whatnot. I get it. But the fact of the matter is they played the games and they won those games. So, here's you know, how are you going to lose to Atlanta? And like you saying, lose to that team you're supposed to beat. Wow. And why are we playing down to anybody? Yeah. Why are we yeah. playing down to We should be playing the best every week, period. We should never be playing down to anybody. Lee, I'm still not over the Atlanta loss. I'm sorry. I'm still not over the Atlanta loss. I'm watching that game yesterday. I mean, there was like dozens of people in the stands. That's how excited they are about their team. Dozens. We lost to that team. Yeah, and look at – and then when Coach Payton said on the Dan Patrick show, um, this loss is hard for him to get over, the Tennessee loss. I'm like, no, that loss is hard for us to get over. The loss is hard for us to get over is you losing to Atlanta in the Superdome. That's unforgivable. That that's the loss I have a problem with. I'm 100 percent agreeing with you. 100. percent Yeah, I don't have a problem. Yeah. You know, that I mean, loss is tough I for you. Really... <laughs> no, 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 no. My, my tough loss is Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the t- oh, okay. Maybe it's because one of your front guys, your front office guys, running that team now, but. Still, I mean, hey, man, when, when it when it's when it's uh, the ball kick off on Sunday, it's war. If you're on the opposite team, you you're no longer a friend. You're a foe for three hours. Yeah, you can shake hands after the game, but you're a foe. When that when that whistle when that whistle uh, sound off, and everybody uh, when somebody leave the who that tent after that who that tent, it's war. Then after that, we can talk. We can be buddies after the game over. But sure. right now, I want to kick your teeth in. And so I'm upset about the Atlanta loss. I, I, I give two craps about Tennessee because that's an AFC team. At the end of the day, with the, your first tiebreakers is always conference loss. 
So don't give me that crap about, I mean, I hate losing, period, but that ain't not the one that should have just sapped your heart. The Atlanta loss should have sapped your heart. That's the one that you should really be upset yeah. about. But I digress, Gus, man. I just don't know, man. You look like an 89. You look like an 89, 98 team hey. this year, bro. Hey, you hear the music, man. Yep. Give me a give me a score. Who won Sunday? Me saying all that, man. I think the Saints take it. The Saints take it. 27-24. 27-24. Santos from Lee. All right, buddy. Thank you, bud. Yep. Quick break. We come back. Peter from the West Bank. Also, Leo Haggerty. The Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. of Hurricane Ida. It is obvious that our community has taken a big hit. As we all rebuild and come together in the best of ways, the way we do it in South Louisiana, helping our neighbors, family, and especially local businesses, Home Attractor and John Deere would like to thank all of our customers for their business, supporting, and understanding while we work through the damage with plans to be better than ever as a business and a community. Home Attractor is open for business and here to serve our community. We have new John Deere equipment to help get the work done. Home Attractor, at the foot of the tunnel on the east side. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut, skin-on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today, only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let's hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, coming in, especially early, I was, you know, focused on taking care of the ball and um, doing those kinds of things. Now, I think with that, you can't play too cautiously, right? you got to focus on making good, aggressive decisions and uh, without putting the ball in harm's way recklessly. You know, there's... There's going to be some weird things that happen. Maybe there's a turnover here and there. Uh, it's part of playing quarterback, but um, kind of minimizing the reckless plays or the plays where you don't really have a good plan. Um, really can't afford to do that, it's, you know, especially in this league. The margin for error is so um, so little. So those are kind of what I focus. It's quarterback Trevor Simeon's been able to protect the football. Leo Haggerty on the on deck circle. Peter from the West Bank, sir. How are you? Thanks for calling in. 
How's it going, Gus? Uh, let me give you an option real quick. Um, what you want? You want the you want the Grigri version, or you want the uh, stats and info version of the uh, Saints of the Saints game this weekend? <laughs> Let's start with the Grigri. Okay, we'll go with the Grigri version. All right, uh, Larry Holder came on earlier. He's mm-hmm. feeling doubtful here. He picked the Eagles. That alone already gives us all the fuel we need to win. And then you you you're doubting you're doubting the Saints too. So once that doubt creeps in, then there okay. you go. That gives the Saints all the all the fuel they need to come in and win the game. In other words, you pick they they, they win the games. They're not supposed to win. Everybody thinks they're going to lose. Right. If you want them to, if you think they're going to lose, I mean, if everybody picks them to win, when That's every single one. sports council, everybody's all happy. Falcons. Same thing last year with the Eagles. Everybody had the Saints. When everybody picks mm-hmm. the Saints to win, that's the game we lose. This week, Larry Holder's picking them to lose. You got the doubt creeping them in. There's your greasy right there. The Saints okay. going to pull it I off like just because one. of that. Okay, now stats. Stat. Okay, Sean Payton. Have you ever witnessed the Sean Payton lose three games in a row? I mean, I don't remember Sean Payton losing three games in a row. Dude, I'm no with you. No matter who the quarterback I mean, was. Did they lose three in a row in the 7-9 season? So I have to go back to that. Jordan, if you're listening, go to the 3-7-9 season. That would be, that'd be the only one I could think of. Or what was it right after 06 and 07? I think they did start like, oh, they started like 0 and 3 or 0 and 4. Started, like yeah. That. Yeah. That, yeah, beginning of, so, yeah, I can't, I'm not my bad. I always forget about the beginning of the season because defense never shows up normally till week four or five whenever we had Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. It's been but, a while uh, to your no, point, uh, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. But I mean, normally, I mean, I have faith in Sean Payton. Uh, granted, we're, we're down, we're, we're in the foxhole. But I mean, okay. I like my chances with, with Sean Payton in the foxhole. Um, I think we're going to pull it out. I mean, I don't think the Eagles really have that much to offer. I mean, yeah, they're playing good, but, I mean, that's the thing. We know they're playing good. When the last year, they caught us off guard, same thing. I mean, not really – the Falcons didn't catch us off guard this year. That's a division game, so you know they're going to play you tough. And that's the games – when everybody expects the Saints to win, when, every, when they expect the Saints to win, that's when they lose. You know what I mean? No, I hear you. It makes perfect sense, totally. But that, was, that was really it. I was just uh, going on with that. I was trying to ease your, ease your brain a little I bit. I do. I'm, go I, Peter, I'm glad you went out. that way because I guess it must come across because I do feel that way. I'm not I'm not confident. No, there's hope. I yeah, have more hope yeah. than confidence, and that's I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> I have more hope. Yeah, like, I, mean, I hope there's, there's, the Saints play lot, well. There's not a lot to hang your hat on right now. I mean, you know, no, you're, losing, I mean, you're losing a lot of guys out there, but, I mean, we are we are a well-coached team, and I have confidence, mm. like I said, in Sean Payton and the guys in that locker room. He's going to pull it out. One way or the other. Okay. Like I said, you, right. knew after, you knew after uh, Johnson missed that extra point last week, you knew he was going. Sean really doesn't tolerate all that stuff, and that's the reason why I have confidence that we're going to pull it out. No doubt. Right, there he goes. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it, bud. Have a good weekend. Yep, have a good weekend. Leo Haggerty, NFC South, It Sports Magazine. Talk with Ken Podolak from uh, Philly. He has the Saints 24-21. Leo, I don't have the confidence, sir. I, I, I have hope. I would have this week I have more hope than confidence. Well, you know what, Gus? When you look at what's going on in Philadelphia, they can't win a home game. Yeah. And for some reason, Coach Sirianni had an epiphany. And that epiphany is to run the football. And the big thing that the Saints do very well is they stop the run. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out when you force Hurt or you force Simeon to throw the football. Because I think that's what it's going to come down to. Now, I, I do believe that the Saints are going to really, really, really lean on Mark Ingram because he can give them 
a plethora of different options out of the backfield. Not as much as Kamara, but he can give you the running game, the power running game. He can also catch the football, which is a big thing. So I, I'll tell you what, I, I, if I'm the Saints, if I stop the run, I think I can win this football game. Yeah, like like I said, it's interesting to me from this aspect of it. If if Ingram, you remember back in the day, it's been a while, but it, it was one of Deuce McAllister's greatest games, and it was the playoff game, and that was the Deuce game where he just you know he single handedly like carried the ball drove down the field and scored a game-winning touchdown essentially for the Saints against the Eagles in the playoffs. Um, I still remember that, you know, watching that game and just everyone in the world knew it was getting the ball and you couldn't stop them. And I almost feel like that needs to sort of be that type of game for Mark Ingram. It's going to be two yards, might be four yards, might be a gain of three. Occasionally you might get seven or eight. I, I just think 25, 30 carries. I, I honestly think that, or touches, that could be screens, that could be carries. I think 30 touches, Mark Inger. Was that too many? Oh, absolutely not, Gus. If he's got 30 touches, they win the football game. Again, the problem's going to be he's under 22 or 23. I think that's the magic number for the state. 23 touches for your running back, whether it's catching the football or whether it's toting the leather. But again, if you're under that 23 number, that means you've got to throw the ball. And I'll tell you what, Gus. Saints receivers are saving the right home about, are they? Um, no, no. Can you catch Leo? Yeah, that's what got me into college. I was one of the few guys that could catch. So yeah, it's uh, okay. <laughs> I, I can still run that yard out. Just a matter of if anybody can get it to me. Right. Leo, last night the Atlanta Falcons didn't score. Somehow, two weeks ago, they beat the Saints. Since then, they have not been able to score. You were on the bandwagon. You jumped off last week. What What is wrong with Atlanta, or is this who they were all along? Gus, I'm scared to death to say this is who they were all along. And it, it, I think Atlanta set a record with three different quarterbacks throwing INTs last night. That in, in the space of about four or five minutes, it was like, okay, who, who can hit the wrong color jersey the most? And Again, I texted you two weeks ago and said, I'm off the bandwagon. I, I don't know if anybody has a clue in Atlanta what to do. I think Arthur Smith may be in over his head. And, and that's a scary thought because now you're stuck with a guy who's just like, okay, what do we do? And again, if you can't score any, and, and again, Gus, Thursday night football is tough to watch. It is just bad, bad football. And the NFL needs to do something about that. I mean, this was a terrible game. And Atlanta lived up to that terrible game. How, how good are the Patriots, do you think? Gus, I don't think they're that good. They're just playing the right people at the right time. But again, I think Bill Belichick may be coach of the year material. Just, he's got a rookie quarterback. He's managing the game, which is what you want a rookie quarterback to do. But again, he played the Bucks. He lost the teams he was supposed to beat. He's beaten the teams they were a par with. He's beaten. And that's what you want. I want to see what happens when they play Buffalo 
I want to see what happens when you, you know when they start to play people who are a little bit better or a lot better than them. See how they that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Carolina Kitty Cats they're hosting Washington. Cam Newton is starting. He says he's give he's he was giving away tickets. He was buying. Hundreds of tickets to make sure that people showed up. He said he wants to bring back the atmosphere in that stadium and make it a home field advantage. He's definitely has brought the energy and give him credit for that. Um, he said, speak less to, uh, Matt Rule, apparently last week when Matt Rule said, don't get so exaggerated with your energy. This is Cam Newton's team all of a sudden, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and Gus, it was Cam's Newton team as soon as he signed the contract to come back. This, this is the, jump that team needed because now whether you like it or not number one gives you that run pass option now you can't just sit eight in the box and say we're going to stop 22 this is what carolina needed and again is he the cam newton of old probably not but i'll tell you what you could probably run for three or four games on adrenaline and and that's what he's doing and i'll tell you uh you better figure out a way to stop number one because if he gets that train rolling, look out. So I think one of the things to look for there as well, too, is to see how that momentum sort of takes. I mean, the Saints will play the Panthers second to last week of the season all the way in January, January 2nd. You know, and the Panthers are right there right now. It's the Bucks, the Saints, and the Panthers that are in the playoff picture out of the seven teams with Carolina being seven. So can't forget about them, can you? Oh, no. Not at all. And, you know, right right now, we're, we're, we're kind of in a little bit of a crazy situation down here in Tampa because now it's come out that maybe some of the Buccaneers had the fake COVID ID card. It's kind of been an interesting week down here in uh, Tampa Bay. But, uh, again, Gus, don't count out the Panthers. You can count over the Falcons. They're done. Stick a fork in them. Carolina, they may be able to get it back. But, I yes, I still say the Saints. And, again, I expect them to beat the Eagles because they're going to find a way. Uh, I think Sean Payton has a big advantage over uh, Sirianni. He'll find ways to get people open and, and to make it really hard on uh, Hurts to be asked to throw the football. So, yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting last eight weeks, that's for sure. All right, what about your Buccaneers? Ooh, Monday night with the Giants. <clears throat> Gus, this team is beat up. It oh, come on, really... stop it. <laughs> oh, it's beat up. And I'll tell you what, Gus, everybody talks about Brady having a bad game. Understand this, and I said this to you, and I've said this to anybody who listen. When a quarterback goes south, he goes south in a hurry. I don't think Brady went south, but if you watch the tape, the third play of the game, Allen hit him in the ribs, and after that, Brady was not the same player. He was just trying to get the ball out. It was a dink and dunk, and he threw a terrible pass that was intercepted to to Evans. There were two burgundy shirts around it. Thus, this game Monday night is huge. They're not going to have Vita Vea. He got hurt, Uh, but they got to stop the run. They got to take Barkley out of the game because – the longer you let a team in the game that they don't think they can be in, they're going to get confident. So the, look for the Bucks to try to, you know, 
step on the gas early mm-hmm. and try to put the Giants away. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. I think the Bucks are going to prevail. I think it's going to be 24-21 Tampa Bay. There he goes. Leo Haggerty, Sports Magazine. Appreciate the time, sir. Thank you. Anytime, Gus. And hey, when I come back here, we got to go to El Paso. They're two for one on uh, margaritas. <laughs> got my, got go. my attention. <laughs> I love it. Listening to our spots as well. Thank you, Leo. Appreciate it. Take care, brother. Be safe. Yeah, two for one margaritas. That sounds about right for the weekend, right? Quick break. We come back. We'll put a bow on today's show. Matt Moscone and After Further Review is up next. Got a few minutes if you want to chime in. Sports Hangover next on ESPN New Orleans. Have you heard about the Camellia Bay Resort? That casino in Slidell? Well, it's it's really more of a resort, you know? Like they have in Biloxi or Lobert's in Lake Charles and Baton Rouge. So what happened when they opened? Oh, that's in the report that St. Tammany's Economic Development Agency just released. It's nearly 200 pages, seven chapters. Jeez. I know, right? But the numbers are impressive. Says here that resort communities like Camellia Bay, they do pretty well when they open. Really? Yeah, in Biloxi, like Charles and Baton Rouge. Look at these facts. Unemployment down as much as 40%. Wages grew a third. And home values up 20% and more. When the economy booms. Yep, crime goes down. Crime dropped 16% in Baton Rouge and 24% in Biloxi and Lake Charles. Looks like Camellia Bay could do that for Slidell. Yeah, and then the North Shore wins. Download the research and see the facts for yourself. TheNorthShoreWinds.com. Paid for by the North Shore Winds. It's the Black Friday sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At the King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring the King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Final phone call of the day. Roy wants to chime in. Sir, how are you today? I'm great. Oh, there he is, Roy. Yes. How are your fins, man? Oh, fantastic, man. You weren't. You weren't oh. a couple weeks ago, though. You were. You were not fantastic a couple weeks ago. You were a little nervous. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, you have a lot of confidence for a three and seven team. <laughs> yeah, but. If you look at our schedule now, we could probably be seven and seven by the time we play this thing. Look, I, I watched that game where we were texting back and forth Thursday night, Ravens and Dolphins. Why didn't Tua start? They was trying to protect him because uh, of his finger. Uh, right. That was just the coach's decision. 
Um, I don't see why they did it. I don't understand why they did it because he seemed fine. When he first got in, a couple of throws was off. You could tell the thing was bothering him. But then he started to get comfortable and he, like, played through the pain a little bit. So then he started to adjust, adjust to it and then he played a lot better. All right, so you said to me that you think the Finns will win out. Are you are you fearing at all the Patriots? Because you, you, you're gonna have to leap them first if you you know want to make the postseason and win the East. Bills maybe not having the kind of year a lot of people sort of thought. Who's the best team in the AFC East? You follow it? Right now, it's the Bills. It's the Bills until somebody overthrows them. That's, okay. that's, that's who it is. That, that's who it's gonna be. But right now, New England's playing pretty good. The defense is playing pretty good. And now our defense is starting to play good because of one, this one player, which is our rookie, Javon Holland. That was a great pick. Javon Holland is a ball hawk. He's all over the place. He had, he had, he had um, Lamar Jackson like Sam Donald. He was seeing goats. He, was, he didn't know what to do. We, and i never seen a team blitz that many times in the game. We blitzed at least 40 times that game. Yeah. I agree. Um when you look at the AFC, do, do you see a, a team that's far and above beyond dominant, like that you're already putting them in the Super Bowl? Do you think it's kind of open? No, it's open. Everybody, And the thing about it is is that everybody who's in the hunt, on the playoffs, they all have to play against each other down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to play against each other down the stretch. So you got Cleveland playing, Cleveland playing Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh playing Kansas City. Everybody's playing against each other down the stretch. New England, New England hasn't played Buffalo twice. So okay. everybody's playing each other down the stretch. The reason I say Miami, because Miami only has to play just really the only hard game they really have is Tennessee and and probably Carolina since Cam came back. All right, let me ask you this, Roy. Saints fans kind of feel like they're on the side of hope more than confidence here in this game on Sunday. We've got about a minute and a half here left. Um, what's your message to Saints fans? Even though you already sent me a gif of the Eagles, <laughs> they gonna lose. Saints gonna lose this game. <laughs> Saints gonna okay. lose this game. Okay. They uh, they're just they just hoping. It's just they're not they're not there. They're not there at all. Uh, I mean, Trevor Simeon, he had one good game. That was it. He hadn't been he hadn't played good since. If they don't have their only way they have a shot of being in the game, Alvin Kamara plays a good game. He has to have a good game. Because that's really his, their only playmaker. Because you have receivers like the Atlanta game, you have receivers dropping the ball left and right. Nobody was catching the ball for some strange, some strange reason. So I don't see them winning this game. Hopefully, hopefully the Saints beat Buffalo next week. <laughs> so, but I don't see them winning this game. Okay. Well, good luck to your Finns. They take on the Jets. You never know what might happen in that game, but you know. Yeah, any given Sunday. Because last Sunday it was <laughs> it was anybody's game. Any given you. Sunday, you're right. Hey, you're gonna get good weather out right. there, though, for the fits. I mean, it's not 84; it's 54. But I'll take 54 in uh, in East Rutherford, you know, for sure. Thank you, Roy. Have a good weekend. So oh, yeah. we'll talk next yeah. week, bud. No problem. Yes, sir. There he goes. All right, thanks. All right. So, what do you say, Saints fans? They winning? I man, I I just I'd like to think so. I just I'm not confident. I'm with Larry right now. 